1: Good morning, everyone. Show's called Your Money or Wealth. Joe Anderson, Big Al Clopine, hanging out for the next couple of hours talking about finances, financial planning, retirement, social security, uh, identity theft. We got um, a guest coming up here uh, in the second hour. We got Matt Davis. Uh, he works for the uh, Identity Theft Resource Center. And we're doing a webinar, Big Al.
0: You are. Yes That's I, what I am. understand. May now, 17th, I believe, May
1: right? 17th, yes. Uh, May 17th at 10.30 a.m. You, If you want to register for the webinar, you can go to purefinancial.com slash identity. Uh, so yeah, join us a little bit later. I'm going to uh, talk to him a little bit about what he does, how he does it, um, some steps to take to, uh, um, to hope mitigate as much as you can identity theft. It's a real issue. It's a big deal. Um, and I know a lot of our listeners have had uh, their identity stolen in some shape. Or another, and Al, your credit cards get stolen every couple of months.
0: Yeah, I had one in Africa, actually, that Western Union uh, issue. So anyway. Well, speaking yeah. of
1: Africa, how was
0: it? it Welcome was, back. Yeah, you know, thank you. It's it's good to be back, and I got to tell you, what a great great trip. If you ever get an opportunity to go on safaris in Africa, it is quite the experience to see the animals in their natural environment. And this was in Kenya and Tanzania. We went to six different parks over the course of a couple weeks, and. Uh, It it's so exciting. You would think you know after you see a couple animals for a day, like all right, now what? Let's yeah, (laughs) enough is enough. (laughs) I mean, how 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 long do you spend at the zoo? Do you spend fourteen days straight at the zoo? No, (laughs) not really. But something's different about when you're in the country and seeing the animals in their natural environment. And this particular trip, Joe. We had a chance to drive from park to park and see people living in their, their villages. And, and uh, it was really very friendly people there over in Kenya and Tanzania. And, and I would say, if you've never been there, the, at least the people we saw looked well-fed, pretty well-clothed. Not a lot of vehicles. Everyone's walking everywhere, and you drive into a little town, and it's you know kind of a dusty town because it's uh, there's there, there's some paved roads, but usually when you get off the road, it's dirt roads, and so little storekeepers, the little store is probably the size of a small living room, and uh, there'll be mud and dirt in front of the stores, and but people are walking around carrying stuff. Goats are walking by, and some people are, you know, some people are sitting on little towels trying to sell you whatever they they've grown in their in their field and and it's 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 quite the thing. it it uh it's the fourth time I've been to Africa in the last third time in the last four four years and it uh it was a great trip. You going again next year there? I don't think so. No. All right. But we'll see. <laughs>
1: uh well, um uh, yeah, we had a couple of subs. That's of what films. I heard. Yeah.
0: Actually, uh I I listened to the last show at least part of it on podcast uh, with Bobby Gavari and uh I thought you guys did a good job. In fact, when I heard that, I thought, wow, I could have spent another week in the bush. Well, and, that was uh, a good,
1: that's a good show.
0: Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah, it it was. I highly recommend that last week's show. Yeah, it was, you got
1: to get on the podcast. Yeah, Punks. you do.
0: I don't know about this week, but last week was good. Uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll go
1: back to par. right? <laughs> um, hey, well, a couple of different things. Here's kind of the agenda that I want to get through. Um, is that, you know, there's retirement wishes, right? People that are planning for retirement, but then there's the true reality of what's really going on. Um, I want to get into this article. It was interesting. I want to get back to Social Security as well because there's still confusion. We got a ton of calls last week about it. Is that now the file and suspend, restricted application, that dual combination is no longer, but there's still strategies that you want to make sure that you're aware of. Um, and so we can go through that. There's some different myths when it comes to Social Security. Uh, I want to break some of those up. And then um, there's also a lot of fear, out when people go into retirement. And so there's some other things that I want to get through. Uh, to talk about when it comes to you know handling uh, some of the fear and the anxiety that people have once they approach retirement because it's it's a very difficult decision or not a difficult. it's a big decision. it is right. It's a big decision. It's like I'm giving up a paycheck to create my own paycheck and what am I going to do with myself and my time and everything else. It's so a,
0: it's a transition and transitions are are difficult.
1: And um, uh, so yeah, and then we're going to get into taxes, we'll get into Roths, we'll get into all sorts of good stuff. Uh, so stick around. We have a full show lined up. But this was interesting, Alan Klopine, is that the 2016 Retirement Confidence Survey came out. They do this every year on uh, the Employee Benefit Research Institute. Yes. And um, things yes. have improved a little bit when it comes to confidence in some areas, Uh, Retirees especially, I think, are more confident. And I think now because they're retired, right, they've figured out that, all right, well, now I know what to spend, how to spend it, and what I can and cannot do once they have a couple of years under their belt. Right. I think you gain a little bit more confidence when you're already in something.
0: Yeah, and I think at what, about 63%, so they say they're very confident, or at least somewhat confident about affording a comfortable retirement, which is interesting because- uh, in a minute, I'll talk about another survey that just came out, which is a lot more bleak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. So it's funny how they get these numbers. Yeah. Right. right? Um, then the Retirement Confidence Survey reports that almost half, forty-seven percent of workers surveyed, think they'll need to save at least five hundred thousand dollars for a comfortable retirement. Right. So half people think they need about five hundred grand. Seventeen percent say they need between two hundred fifty thousand and five hundred thousand. And then 26% think they'll need to save less than $250,000 for a comfortable retirement.
0: Yeah. And, and it says also that only about 48% have tried to calculate how much they need. So I they, would say that's four. Me too. But but let's just go with their numbers. So that means 52% have no idea. So how are they coming up with these numbers? Right. They're guessing. I'm guessing. It's a full <laughs> guess game. 500000 that seems like a big number, Does. right?
1: Sounds good to me. Let's yeah. get 500000 and then we should be good. Right. Uh, no, it, it, you have to take a look at a lot more aspects of this. Yes. Right? It's not necessarily just a number. Um, w- w- Fidelity came out with that um, kind of a, a
0: back of the envelope. Yeah, a little, um, a little guideline of how much you should have saved at different ages. And they kind of said by age 67, it probably should be eight to 10 times your final salary. Eight to 10 times your final salary. So if you're making $100,000, bucks, they are talking
1: a million, million bucks. bucks. A million yeah. bucks. So what's the progress? Only 26% currently have saved $100,000 or more for their retirement. So there's a long
0: way to go to get to that $500,000 mark you know. So we got basically three quarters of less than $100,000. Yes. And uh, and even $100,000, you use that 4% distribution rule. And so you can expect to, to take about $4,000 a year from your portfolio. That doesn't go very far, does it?
1: Right. Unless you have large pensions and right. Social Security that's, com- sure. that, that, that's covering most of your overall retirement income need. Right. But what we find, and we've been doing this for years, is that most now don't really have those large Pensions, a they, lot of it has to yeah. come from their savings. And
0: I, and I think maybe a lot of people don't realize Social Security is really designed to maybe cover a third, if that, of your income needs or, or what you're spending before retirement. And in some cases, it's well below that for high wage earners. So if you all of a sudden can only spend about a third of what you're currently spending, if you're depending solely on Social Security, your lifestyle is going to change dramatically. Here's another uh, stat for you.
1: Um, the Retirement Confidence Survey also reports that 46% of retirees said in 2016 they had retired earlier than planned.
0: Yeah, I saw that too, and that boy, we see that every year, don't we? Right. Because, so it's half. Yeah, half, right? Because what what most of these surveys, including this one, say is that you know what, I'm going to work till 65, 70, 75, and and the thing is, it's not always under your control.
1: Yeah, 70% of current workers say they plan to work um, to pay for their retirement, right? Yes, 70. 70, (laughs) right? Whereas only about one-fourth of that of current retirees say they've actually done so. Right. So there's a huge disconnect of what they want to do, what people are thinking and what their wishes and goals and dreams are, and then what their actions are. There's, I'll, I don't understand this disconnect. People have to start taking action, and I would encourage you to start taking action now. Another survey that we can, we can get into after the break is that the confidence levels are like, oh my gosh, I think more people are getting educated about how much money that it's actually going to take them to provide a retirement income that they're accustomed to. And it's like, there's no way. Right, because before they might,
0: all right. If I have a hundred thousand, because a hundred thousand is still seems like a lot of money. Well, yeah, because as you're getting more educated, now you're starting to lose confidence because you realize you don't have enough. Yeah, right. Yes, it's like, oh, I don't know about all of this anymore.
1: You know. All right, we got to take a break. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. We'll be back in just a second. This is Your Money, Your Wealth on Talk Radio 760 KFMB. Hey, welcome back to the program. Show's it's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Uh, my name's Joe Anderson. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm with Big Al Clopine. He's a CPA. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, you can always go to our website if you like at purefinancial.com, purefinancial.com. Hey, um, last week, Al, I talked a little bit about uh, the changes to Social Security. And what we talk about here on this show is combinations of different strategies, right? is that, all right, well, here, do you have a solid plan to claim your Social Security benefits, right? Do you understand if you claim at 62 versus full retirement age versus 70? Or if you're married, should the spouse claim first or later? um, in all sorts of different things, right? But once you combine things, such as, all right, maybe you want to delay your Social Security and then do some Roth IRA conversions. Because the taxation of Social Security is one of the most interesting things where people will think that they're in a low tax bracket but all of a sudden as they start taking distributions from iras or other income sources all of a sudden an added dollar of social security is going to
0: be added to the equation here where the tax rates double yeah they do joe and and the reason this happens is because at certain income levels your your social security uh income is tax-free for example in most cases if you only have social security income you're not going to pay any tax And then, in other cases, let's say you've got big pensions, you've got a lot of money saved in IRAs, 401ks, you're over 70 and a half, you're taking your required minimum distribution. Maybe your income is 100,000, 200,000, whatever it may be. And so, as much as 85% of your Social Security income is taxable. Now, Okay so how does where does it change well there's these different breakpoints right there's a point where social security is taxed at 50% in other words 50% of social security income is taxed at your current rate and then there's another point where 85% clicks in and that's taxed. And here's what happens is let's say you're going along and um, you've just, you're in that 50% range. So some of your social security income is tax free and some is taxed at 50%. And so you add another or 50% of it is that 50% is taxed at, at probably a 15% tax bracket. Right. Yeah. Let's be clear on that. So, but here's what happens. So, so you, you think, well, all right, if I, uh, if I pull a thousand dollars out of my uh, IRA because I need it for whatever. So I've added a thousand, of income. I'm in the 15% tax bracket. I'm going to pay $150 tax all right, I'm not happy about it, but I go ahead and do it. But here's what can happen, is that $1,000 now all of a sudden pushes some of that Social Security to be taxed at 85%, where some of that was taxed at zero. So now let's think about this. That $1,000 is taxed at 15%, and now you got got $1,000 of Social Security income taxed at 85, 85% of that is taxed, $850 at 15%. So that's about another, or so tax. So now you're in a 27% tax rate. That's federal, right? And then you got state. Now state- 27.75%. Yeah, to be exact.
1: 28%, let's call
0: it. Yeah, let's call it 28%. And
1: if you're in the 25% tax bracket, I read this article uh, by John Walton, who's a PhD, and he um, started looking at this because he retired. He was an yes. engineer.
0: I think he was surprised. How right. He's work. like, yeah. And then he, do-
1: I mean, one of the smartest guys on the planet, right? Yeah, he's like, right. wait a minute. What the right. heck is going on here, right? So yeah. he dove in
0: deeper. Yes.
1: And then he's like, oh my gosh. And then if you're in the 25% tax bracket with the same formula, it's 46.25%. It's almost a 50% tax rate.
0: Yeah, because here's what happens that extra dollar taxed at 25%, pushes a so- dollar Social Security. 85% of that is taxed at a 25% rate and you get up over 40 percent as you said
1: and then so he goes on to say this makes conversions to Roth substantially more beneficial even it even if it appears that you might are in a higher tax bracket today. Yes. Because of the taxation of Social Security, of
0: what that's going to do and what bracket potentially that's going to put you in, depending on what zone that right. you're in. So here, here's what this means to you, is when you think about it, if you're trying to do uh, get money out of your IRA, 401k, into a Roth IRA, you can do a conversion. There's no limitations anymore. 2010, they took the limitations away. So it doesn't matter how much money you make at any age, any income level, any amount, working or not, you can do a Roth conversion. You can take money out of your IRA and convert it to a Roth and so then you think well all right so if I'm in a in a 25% tax bracket now and I'm gonna be in a 15% tax bracket later why would I convert now? Because I'm in a higher bracket. Well, when you run these numbers, you may find you're in a 27, 28 percent bracket, or even a 42, 43 percent bracket because of Social Security. So you got to look at this a little bit more carefully. And I got to tell you, I got a lot of you guys that are in the 25 percent tax bracket. You you do want to be looking at Roth conversions right now, right before you hit 70 and a half, before you start taking your required distributions. And if you push your Social Security out longer, which is what we recommend for many of you then you're going to be receiving a higher Social Security benefit, which is great. But if you have a whole bunch of money coming out of your IRAs and pushing your income up, a whole bunch of that Social Security income is going to be taxed.
1: Right. So if you combine a couple of different strategies and set yourself up to say, all right, well, here, I'm going to retire at such and such date. Or even if you're currently retired, you have to look at what the tax consequences is on the income that you are producing. And if there's ways to get that money into a Roth, because the Roth dollar that comes out Right It is not included in the computation for the provisional income of what determines how much of your Social Security is going to be subject to income
0: tax. Yeah, In other words, in the future, when you're devising your own income strategy, every dollar that you take out of a Roth IRA does not count as income. And so, therefore, less of your Social Security income will be taxable.
1: Right. So then you look at, okay, well, here... um, and then you got to think of this is some people have such a hard time of delaying their social security benefit, right? It's like, no, there's no way I would delay this thing, right. But if you think of it in in the grand scheme of things, is that, all right, here, would you you have two pools of money that are gonna g- grow at eight percent, okay? So you have an IRA that's gonna grow at eight percent, let's say. Or you have Social Security that's going to grow at 8%. But wait a minute, the Social Security is a guarantee by the federal government versus there's no guarantee that your IRA is going to grow at 8%, right? And so I'm looking at guarantees of 8%. I'll take that all day long. And that's what Social Security has given you. It's a delayed retirement credit of 8% per year. Each year you delay. So you delay that out to age 70, and then when you get that income, it's going to be tax favored to you. There's no state of California tax on it. and At the most, only 85% of it is subject to tax.
0: Yeah, see, that. That's I think a lot of people don't realize that. Social Security income is not subject to tax in California. Your IRA dollars, your 401k dollars, you will pay California tax on those.
1: It's, it's Ordinary income all the way through. So having a strategy could save you. I mean, the more you look at this and the more education I think that people do, they'll realize that, hey, I could put this little quick moves to save tens of thousands of dollars long-term.
0: Yeah, because taxes don't stop when your paycheck does. And that's the whole point is when you retire, you've got to devise your own income strategy and you want to keep it tax efficient. When you start tapping that retirement nest egg, it comes with all sorts of new rules, but also opportunities. Instead of contributing to tax deferred plans that reduce your taxes, you start tapping those for savings uh, for income and paying taxes at your regular rate, often at very high rates with your required distributions.
1: All right, we got to take a break. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Now back to Your Money, Your Wealth on Talk Radio 760 AFMB. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to the program. Show's called Your Money, Your Wealth. Joe Anderson, Big Al Quilpine. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Go to our podcast, iTunes, Your Money, Your Wealth. Uh, It jams uh, two hours, and probably you can get it in about an hour and 20 minutes.
0: Right, because it's without commercials. Yes, commercial free. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um. Four myths about Social Security, Alan. All right. What do you got? I got a couple here. I don't know if I want to go through all four. Um, I don't want to bore people to death. Uh, but here's what we hear, okay? Number one, this is by Steve Vernon. Steve Vernon's been on the program before. Yes, I don't know, he you, has. Do you remember him?
0: Yeah. Is he is he Market Watch? Or? Yeah, he was.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep,
0: yep. Yeah, CBS Market Yeah.
1: Market Watch. Yeah. yeah exactly. Where Larry Spedro kind of wrote the column in with Right. Him. Yeah. That's right. All right. Myth number one, Social Security funding is in trouble, and the trust fund is forecasted to be exhausted. I'll never get anything if
0: I don't start collecting my benefits soon. We, I think that's whether it's articulated or not. I think a lot of people think that. So this is what his comment is.
1: He goes, this ignores the fact that most of Social Security benefits from current retirees are funded by the taxes paid by current workers and that's not going to
0: change unless we have a hundred percent unemployment
1: right uh which could happen we'll see I who suppose. gets in the office it's
0: all going to be robots right is what i heard um yeah <laughs> in, fact, in fact we got a joe anderson robot we're testing out yeah joe bot <laughs> <laughs> he's going to do this radio show with you <laughs> <It's>, yeah My natural <Financial> landing <laughs> is interesting
1: yes it's gonna be great Yeah. Uh, So only about one quarter of benefits of retirees are paid by the Social Security Trust Fund. It could be completely exhausted, and roughly three quarters of current benefits would still be paid. In addition, Social Security is one of the most, uh, one of the federal government's most popular programs. Lawmakers would pay a severe price by eliminating the program. After all, everybody has parents and grandparents. Politicians might make needed changes as they've done in the past, but these would um, likely improve the funding status of the program.
0: Yeah, so I think that couple points bear repeating. So if nothing is done, and I think it's last I saw is is 2033. Yeah, Something like that. That's the same study I saw. Yeah, and then 77% of your your benefits will be paid because of current workers that are working so it's not it doesn't go down to zero you get 3 quarters of it now of course that ignores the fact that we probably will make changes and in fact we have made changes in the past and they make changes by increasing the retirement age or increasing the cap that the current workers pay on and these things they're unpopular politically so that's why no one's doing them but when we get closer to that date you can you can pretty much bet that that's going to happen
1: Uh, Here's another myth. The federal government will cut Social Security benefits to improve its financing. I'd better start benefits as soon as possible so my benefits won't be cut.
0: Well, that's, um, I, I would say, my same comment there, which is it's not that hard to fix Social Security by making a few changes. Medicare is a little bit trickier. That that agency is in a little bit more trouble. But uh, Social Security itself, I I my personal belief uh, is that it's 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 fixable by doing some of the things that I just mentioned. But
1: every time they made a change, even this last bipartisan bill that they what signed and snuck in what, yeah. last year, it's still grandfathered who in.
0: Yeah, the people that were already collecting benefits. People that were already mm-hmm. collecting benefits, and that's and and you know, a lot of people have a lot to say about our government and the IRS and Social Security. But the truth is, and this again is my opinion, <laughs> the truth is they're pretty fair when they make changes. They really don't try to undercut people that have already made plans based upon what they're already receiving.
1: So it says when our leaders have reduced benefits in prior years, they made the changes um, applying them to groups according to their age, regardless of when they started benefits. They've always protected people who are close to retirement or in retirement. This pr- principle is being applied to various changes that are currently being considered, including a possible
0: change to the retirement age. So, And um, which they've already done. So Yeah, I, I, they've already I, done that in the past. Right. So I, I think it's pretty likely. Because we're living longer, so it makes sense to push the retirement age out. I mean, that's just pure logic.
1: Here's the last one um, I'll go through is that I can do better if I start Social Security as early as possible and invest the money.
0: Yeah, that's if you save it. How many people actually save that extra money they have? Yeah, Um, not not many. many.
1: But here's another thing is that if you can get, if you think you can receive a better return than 8%,
0: Yeah, because over a
1: short period of time, right? Because if I'm taking at sixty two, I'm taking a twenty five percent permanent haircut. Yes. Versus taking it, let's say at sixty six, if that was my full retirement age. So I'm gonna take it four years early, I'm gonna take that money, I'm gonna going to invest it. All right. right, so the the increase that you receive is about six and a half or something like that, six point whatever. Um, I don't yeah, know the math off the top of my head. It's,
0: yeah, it's about it's twenty five percent divided by four. Four, so yeah, six something. C- call it yeah, call it six. Okay, six plus, plus. <clears throat> and then from si- your full retirement age to age
1: seventy then you get that eight percent delayed retirement credit.
0: Yeah. So what that means is that every year that you wait, your your monthly benefit is eight percent higher than the year before. So if it was gonna be a thousand bucks, now it's a thousand eighty, right? And if you wait another year it's a thousand one hundred sixty. That's how that works, and so and you receive that the rest of your life. But I know there's engineers out there and accountants that say, "Well, wait a minute, but I didn't actually receive that money in the first year, so I got to factor all that in." Which you do, you do. And the break-even, Joe. Most things that we look at, it's around 77 78 79 maybe eighty, depending upon the assumptions. Yeah, that you assumptions use, that you're using, right? But the average age, you know, if you look at the a married couple age 65 there's more than a 50 percent chance that one of you is going to live to age 92 right and remember with social security the, the survivor always gets to pick the higher benefit, whether it's theirs or their deceased spouse. And so it's important that at least one of you has a big benefit to help sustain you guys through the rest of your life.
1: Right. And so we look at Social Security as basically longevity insurance. Uh,
0: exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that's how you should look at it.
1: It's not like... And we don't look at it as an investment, if you will, to say, okay, well, what is really the true break even of this? It's like, well, no. it's If you... Wait to take it and you die. Well, you're dead.
0: Yeah, you may not regret it because you, you're not you, around.
1: You, who cares? You're done. <laughs> but then the people that are waited, they're pretty happy that they the, waited. They're, they're pretty happy. It's the, the delayed gratification is what is blowing all of this retirement planning up.
0: Yeah. Well, my generation does not like to delay anything. <laughs> it's we, delayed we like
1: gratification. We it's like to have it now, right now. <laughs> no, I want it right now. Yes. And so, yes. Uh, so yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. But you have to take a look at a broader stroke picture of figuring out, okay, well, here, if if I blow myself up early, what? If, uh, then I'll just figure it out later. Well, what we're finding is that it's very difficult to people, for people to figure it out later.
0: Right, when, right.
1: When the money's gone, it's gone.
0: Yeah, and, and I want to reemphasize a point we made, which is when uh, there's a husband and a wife, maybe the, 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 the female is the greater wage earner, or maybe it's the male, it doesn't really matter, but... More often than not, if if the highest wage earner can delay their Social Security to age seventy, you're going to be much happier as a couple because first of all, as a couple, you're going to receive more. But then the survivor, whoever survives between the two of you, gets that highest benefit for the rest of your life. And we're living, Joe, into our eighties now, nineties. I I would suspect the day's numbers out. I know. Twenty years. That's from what now. I was going to say. In the future, it could be hundred. Could be normal. Right. right? You s- we'll still be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> You're, when you get to be 100, I'll be 117. We'll yeah. be still be on the show. We're killing it.
1: <laughs> oh, Don't go anywhere. The show's called Your Money Your Wealth. This is Your Money Your Wealth on Talk Radio 760, KFMB. Hey, welcome back to the program. The show's called Your Money Your Wealth. My name's Joe Anderson. I'm a certified financial planner. I'm with Big Al Klopine, he's the CPA. Thanks for tuning in each and every Saturday, 10 a.m., 12 noon for some 10am to 11 for others if you want to get the full 2 hours the full monty you got to go to iTunes you got True. to get the podcast
0: yeah and then it's 24/7 it's
1: 24/7 you just get loaded up
0: with podcasts you could listen to podcast after podcast
1: yeah like vinny
0: yeah right just repeat Re- repeat <laughs> yeah, repeat listen repeat yeah and, and that that little button that goes back 30 seconds it's like what did they say that was good stuff then you put the go back yes yeah wow <laughs> So because, I think we're going to talk about uh, dealing with fear and uncertainty in retirement. There's, I think, what, six ways to deal with it. Yeah, that. here's some steps. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A um, couple of things, because, I mean, we help people. I mean, we've helped thousands, and that's no exaggeration.
0: Yes, we
1: have. Of people r- retire. Yeah. Thousands. And um, Al and I have been doing this show for, what, what 10 years? Correct. So- all the, what, f- I would uh, imagine, what, we have about 16, 17 listeners per week? Uh, we're into the hundreds now, <laughs> I think. <laughs> 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 right? I mean, it's staggering. Well,
0: we we, remember, it took, us, it took us like about five years to get 100 likes on Facebook? Yes. <laughs> but yes. now we're thousands. Thousands. Right? Well, thousand. Uh, I, is that all it is? I I, don't so. know.
1: I haven't been on Facebook.
0: <laughs> uh, if man. you had, you'd see my... My Africa pictures. Oh, so the rest of the office is raving about it, and you're out of it. No Facebook account.
1: (laughs) No, we're gonna get ten thousand people (laughs) on our Facebook now. (laughs) Um, All right. So here's the deal. So let's say you're you're thinking about retirement. You got a little anxiety about it, a little uncertainty, you know. And you're like, okay, well, here I definitely want to get this thing done. All right. I think I might have my finances in order, but there's other parts of retirement. Right. Yeah. It's not necessarily dollars and cents. It's like emotions. It's like, all right, well, here, what, what am I gonna do? So here's what um, this gentleman says. What's his name? Michael K. All right. This is from Forbes magazine. Yeah. So it must be good. It must be. It's Forbes. <laughs> crack research team's pulling out the heavy hitters. Yeah. Today. All right. Number one, create a five-year vision statement.
0: Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about yours. <laughs> <laughs> My vision statement. <laughs> Where uh, do you want to be in five years? Well, my goal Doing is- Doing radio and yes, TV? My,
1: <laughs> yes, I have a very specific goal that I want to help as many people as possible, make sure that they secure their financial That's future Pretty, pretty good on a cap. fiduciary
0: level. Okay. That's the goal. All right. I'll second that. That's what I want to. You
1: know, it's like you can go to a lot of different places to get financial advice, um, but my goal is to help people to get financial advice from a certified financial planner, CPA, that works as a fiduciary one hundred percent of the time, that has their best interest at heart all the time.
0: So, right. so that's when, that's my five year vision. When, but anyway, it's not yeah. about me. Yeah, when you think about your vision, think about your lifestyle, important occasions, your social life, your intellectual pursuits, your health, and your community. Write down what really gives you satisfaction.
1: You know, I saw this cool video, this lady, she's ninety three years old. Yeah. You know, she's talking about aging. Yeah. And it's uh, just a spitfire. Hilarious. Okay, yeah. You know? And she's, you know, they're like, well, what gets you up in the morning? She's like, what the hell are you talking about? You know? So she's she's like, yeah, as you age, you know, yeah. you get these mental thoughts and sure. things like that. And she's right. like, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm 15. Your
0: your mind doesn't necessarily age as your body does. Yes. That, true. I, I, my, my grandma used to tell me that when she was in her 80s. You know, she said when I... When, and she used to talk about singing in the shower. When, when I hear the music, it's such a beautiful, beautiful sound, and my my voice sounds beautiful until it comes out of my mouth, and then I get out of the shower and look at the mirror, and I go, "Who's that?" Right. <laughs>
1: oh, so uh, all right. So that's number one. Just kind of create a vision statement. Okay. Number two, imagine a typical week in retirement. Oh, so, I like, like it. practice it. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? So, what will you do when you get out of bed? What's your purpose? What are you thinking? Am I going to sleep until noon? Uh, That's probably not going to last too long. Uh, And then the panic sets in. How will you fill your days? Think social outings, learning opportunities, babysitting duties, part-time jobs, yoga classes, travel, or long walks in the neighborhood. Regardless of what ultimately fills your calendar, make sure it's meaningful for your health, emotional well-being, and happiness. If you struggle to find things to do, it might be time to do some soul searching, join a group, or pick up a copy of Don't Retire, Rewire. Rewire. There you go. Get your juices flowing. There you go. <laughs> uh, here's another one for you, Big Al. Okay. Understand your current money situation. All right. That's number three on the list.
0: Yeah, which I think is good. I mean, I, I would say, Joe, that the um, we talk to a lot of people that do a lot of good planning and they get to retirement, and the money part really is fine. Tight. But they haven't thought about the other stuff. They haven't thought about how they're going to fill their day, what's going to give them meaning, what's what's important. And and you know what? When you're retired, you still want a five-year vision statement sure. because you always want to be growing and learning. And uh, if you're not, you're going the other direction. Right. You, you just drive yourself nuts, be bored, depressed, right. and all that. Right.
1: Um, all right. Decide which insurance coverage you'll require. You know, so going forward, think beyond your employee benefits to plans such as Medicare supplements or long term care. What risk can you bear versus risk you can choose to transfer for cost um, you know, to insurance? Weigh the difference between low deductible, high premium, and high deductible, low premium options. Right. So insurance is a, always a big thing.
0: It is. And as you get older, particularly health type of concerns. And, and if you can mitigate some of those risks, and some people, uh, long-term care insurance is great. Other people can self-insure. Some people do a combination. You know, whatever works for you. But at least think about it. That's the point, because you don't want to get to a point where you haven't thought about it, and your your whole financial situation kind of falls apart. You know, creating
1: a spending plan that focuses on what you value most. That's
0: interesting. Okay.
1: Because I guess I spend a lot of money on things I don't necessarily
0: value. <laughs> what do you spend money on? I don't know. I mean, well, your house, I guess. House? You just and, got a new house. Cars and, what? Yeah. and food. You, you got nice clothes.
1: Well, I, this is a uniform, Alan. I know. I'm,
0: saying, I'm not putting you down. I'm saying you look very nice.
1: Um, so would you rather put your resources to extensive travel instead of maintaining a larger residence? Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that show, um, My Little House or Big Dream's Little House? Or
0: No. These I... people
1: live in like, this house as big as my shoe.
0: Oh, I saw, I saw a preview for that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right? Yeah, it's like- it's Tiny house. Tiny, tiny.
1: But it's like, what the heck are they doing?
0: to see if they can I'm six
1: foot four 220 pounds there's no way tiny, i could live in tiny a house tiny house for you. i would have like cramps and oh, it would be awful but yeah nice little cute couple they're yeah. like yeah no we we're you know redefining success yes because we're gonna travel and we're not gonna spend all our money because we bought this house that's a hundred square foot and it has yes. a kitchen dinette, two bathrooms, and a bedroom. Would you like to come over? <laughs> no. I don't want to come over to your you, tiny house.
0: You, you, you have to push in one of the walls to It'll go to all, sleep.
1: No. I'll be out uh, here. You got a lawn chair. I'll be outside. Yes. <laughs> come on. Have a beer with me out of here. I'm not going <laughs> to the tiny house. Sir.
0: All right. Is there a sixth one? <laughs> yes,
1: there is. Recognize that uh, transitions are tough for most people. True. Yeah, it's very true.
0: It's telling you to find a therapist.
1: You might need one. Might I mean, half the time our job feels like <laughs> it therapy.
0: does. Yeah, uh, you're right about that. So I guess uh, you know there's a lot to think about when it comes to retirement, and uh, and and certainly life planning is part of it. Certainly income planning, money planning, but what about tax planning? A lot of people forget that part, Joe.
1: All right, we gotta take a break. Uh, show's called Your Money or Wall.